This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Changers Experience with myself, Adam Strong. And I have an, an amazing show for you guys because I'm doing, going to be doing a solo episode with you guys. I'm going to be sharing with you. Today's episode is all about what entrepreneurs and leaders like yourself, that what you can learn from competitive sport, uh, but more importantly, around adventure racing. So I'll tell you a little bit about that in a second and what adventure racing is and how I got into it. So I would share a little bit about that. But if you're listening to me live, congratulations, use the hashtag live, use the hashtag replay. Um, if you listen to us on the podcast, make sure you sh check out all the show description notes and any relevant links, of course. And if you have any comments or any questions, feel free to post them uh, below. That'd be great. And uh, if you're listening to me YouTube on YouTube or on LinkedIn, of course, you can follow me or subscribe. And also click on that bell notification on the top right hand corner that would enable you to make sure that uh, make sure that you don't miss out on any events or any notifications that's been coming up anyway. So let's get straight into today because I'm really excited about today's episode. So I, I, I kind of mentioned around the word adventure racing. OK, so I just complete this massive challenge. The reason I wanted to do it is purely because, well, I suppose it's from an ego perspective, but I wanted to see if I still had it. I really wanted to see if I could dedicate my whole focus, well, not my entire focus, but my whole focus into building myself up to a massive event and how that would then excel me in, in terms of my performance, in terms of business as well. So I want to kind of share those insights. And that was the reason why I wanted that, or what, that I did it. As for some of you guys that don't know who what I did, Prior to that, I was a former elite athlete straight at studying and trained with Olympic athletes in distance running. So the world, current world and Olympic world champion, Samo Farah, who's the 5,000 and 10,000 meter world and Olympic record holder. He was my former training partner. And so I got into adventure racing. I did my first adventure race about six years ago. And then I recently did another adventure race. So adventure race is a bit like triathlon for you guys that don't know what adventure racing is. Uh, but in a nutshell... It's three disciplines with a twist. So we have kayaking, trail running, and mountain biking. And, and the twist is orienteering or navigation. So, <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. It was a six-hour race. Uh, I completed it in 5 hours and 47 minutes. Um, so I wanted to share some of the insights about what I'd learned being an athlete in terms of getting in, back in the game and how that kind of helped me in terms of business as well. But there are certain lessons and insights that I want to share with you guys that's going to help you with your business. So the first thing I want to share with you, when I first got stuck, when I first set off um, for Adventure Race, actually about a few days ago, one of the things I, I, I before we arrived, before we actually participated and we got started, we got a, a race pack, right? So we all a race pack, we're all in the room, we all get a uh, we'll get a bit of a, a pep talk from the organizers and some of the things that we need to look out for. And we also got a race pack. In the race pack was, was a map. 
okay, and our numbers, etc. But was a was a map, and so we had uh, this huge map, like it covered must have covered a probably best part of around I don't know 20, 30 miles or whatever it might be. And so there was a there was a certain route for the kayak, there was a certain route for the bike, and there was a certain route for the run. And so the idea of for adventure racing is that you get to certain checkpoints and you basically build a score. You get a score at the end of your race. And the higher the score, the better, right? So as long as you don't go over the time limit, my time limit was six hours. I'd started planning, as every every athlete does, is start to plan and strategize about what the most efficient way would be to score as many points within the certain certain time that we had. So started started like really planning, but also one of the things that within this was there was a huge hill, a mount, mountain, in fact, uh, with bang in the middle, and you had to have gone. You have to at least attack it at least once uh, to get some of the high points and stuff like that. So I started to strategize. And one of the things that I, um, when I first got started in adventure racing, uh, one of the things that really, because I hadn't done it for such a long time, was I got dis- disorientated because I didn't know the area very well, didn't know the environment. I just didn't know uh, some of the features and stuff like that, what I needed to look for. And so learning how to read a map, right, a conventional map, as well as trying to get to the first checkpoint was a real challenge for me at the beginning because I just I got a little bit lost and disorientated. But then I started to find my feet and started to find my way. When I started to find my way, um, because I had a particular type of strategy, I knew that there were certain checkpoints that I needed to get to and, and certain checkpoints that I, I wanted to get to in order to hit the highest scores. So I had this in my in my head. I, had, I kept on checking the map and whatever it is. And I'd miss certain things, I'd miss certain checkpoints. And so one of the one of the first rules that I um one of the first insights I want to share with you guys is be able to plan to change and be adaptful to your strategy, whether it be a marketing strategy, sales strategy, lead generation strategy, but be prepared to plan to change that strategy at last minute. So I had to rather than getting all stressed about it. And getting upset and getting like a becoming like having an emotional breakdown effectively is just to be adaptable in terms of like saying to yourself, Do you know what? It is what it is. You can't find this checkpoint, or oh, that isn't where it should it should be. So one of the things that I really had to play in my mind, in my head, is you know, even because I'd wrongly anticipated the hill that I was climbing, and it was massive, it was huge. It felt like freaking climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, but it um, when I got to the top, it was a huge achievement. I felt because it was a slight, it was the slightly higher points. But the point that I'm trying to make is, is because again, you can rehearse these things through your mind. You can rehearse what could potentially go down, and you know, visualization. So visualization is like really, really important, of course, but. One of the things that was going through my mind is, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this, whatever it is. And so I had to really kind of like hone in and and say to myself, do you know what? I had this route in my mind, but I'm going to need to change a few things along the way. And you know, and 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 anything else is a bonus. So be prepared to change a strategy is what I'm saying, guys. Be adaptful and pre-anticipate that. You're going to make mistakes. Pre-anticipate that there's going to be some obstacles. Pre-anticipate there's going to be some challenges along the way. That is my message for you guys. All right. Um, so that was uh, my first insight for you. The second 
is being able to connect the ups and downs, right? So in entrepreneurship and leadership, running teams, whatever it might be, is that there are going to be ups and downs. So let me give you a perfect example. So in my training run, so I would typically train for the last three to four weeks, I'd be typically training about five five times a week. Uh, Some of them would be morning and evening sessions. And so one of the, there were there were occasions i'll be honest with you where i was it's not that i was procrastinating but it was like i didn't want to do it does that make sense it's like i i suppose in a way it was procrastination but it felt like i disconnected my purpose or why and i forgot about that and that's the reason why i just didn't want to do it i just wasn't in the frame of mind does that make sense and so i feel like one of the things that we we as athletes and, and and especially with entrepreneurship is that we don't celebrate our wins and our losses and what we've achieved. So one of the things that I used to do, uh, still do actually, is I, I kept a diary of all of my training um, sessions that I used to do. I used to sit back on the, on the week and say, oh yeah, I've completed this. Oh yeah, I've done this. I've completed this. And so it made me feel better about myself because I felt like I was moving forwards. I was making subtle improvements. I could feel I was getting stronger in my breathing. I was getting stronger in my endurance. It's one of the things that you've got to really kind of connect the ups and the downs, right? You, there's going to be ups and downs in entrepreneurship and running teams. There's going to be wins and losses. And it's all about taking things uh, with a pinch of salt, right? So there are going to be those things. And so, you know, that's the point I'm trying to make is, is that you're going to have probably, especially in athletics, I had more losses than I did wins. I'll be honest with you, right? So fingers up that I, I, you know, but it's what you learn from those wins and losses and those ups and downs and how it can make you feel stronger in terms of adversity, right? Number three, insight number three is embrace failure. So in the Western world in particular, especially in people like in the UK and Europeans, is that we see fa- fear and failure as it, it's it's a fear, fearful thing, but actually failure is a learning thing. So I tell you, <laughs> the amount of times I failed, you know, when I was going up that hill over the weekend, I mean, literally it went on forever. Uh, my, my, my legs were screaming at me. My head was screaming, like literally everything in my body was screaming at me. But I knew that, if I stopped, if I gave up, where would this all lead to? Like, where would this, if I, if I just stopped, I mean, if I stopped and just didn't do anything, uh, you know, how would my life improve? How would your life improve? You know, if you just immediately stopped and said, oh, I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. So how is your life going to be any better if you decide that you that you're just going to give up and throw the towel in? Because yeah, there are going to be small obstacles that you may deem as failure, but actually I see them as learning moments. You know, what can I do better? What can I make improvements to? How can I sharpen my axe? Does that make sense? So, you know, I embrace failure full heartily, uh, but I don't call it as failure. I call it as learning moments. All right. So I think that's really important. Uh, Number four, when we think of giving up, what are the alternatives? So in So I knew, um, for example, when we think of the alternatives, one of the things that really hurt, well, I wouldn't say hurt me, but I kind of like think, oh, that's interesting. I always think of people laughing at me, which is, and no one wants to feel embarrassed, right? 
But for some of you guys, you may be in corporate jobs, okay? You may be starting your first business and you're thinking, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to give up. This is so hard, so difficult. I can't do marketing. I can't do sales. I'm no good at this. I'm no good at that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then the question is, is what would you do? What are the alternatives? If you don't put yourself out of your comfort zone, if you don't learn this new skill, if you don't, uh, you know, uh, pick up the phone, if you don't make contact with potential clients, build uh, lead magnets or whatever it might be, but think of what are the alternatives? How can we make this easier? Okay. So we should really think about that. It's really good food for thought, really. And the last one, which again is so underestimated, especially in entrepreneurship and leadership, which is the importance of rest. So since I'd done my uh, massive race uh, for the first couple of days, I was aching so badly, like literally would not believe every muscle in my body was screaming at me because during the race, my mind was like, keep going, keep going. But my body was like, this is not happening. This is not happening, right? So the importance of rest, super important, rest and recovery. Okay. In entrepreneurship, in athletics, you can't continue to sprint and sustain that amount of speed. You have to recover as well at the same time. Does that make sense? So that might look like from your perspective, it could be a routine of self-care. It could be meditation. It could be going to the gym on a regular basis. Uh, it could be eating healthy or whatever it might be. But what are the rituals, and the habits that you have in place that's going to improve your self-care? So again, the importance of rest is so underestimated, okay? I've had to rest for the last few days without, without compromise. I've had to because my body was screaming at me, like I need to recover. My, my mind, it's been through the mill, you know, six hours of exercise, a long time, right? <laughs> and it's a big challenge. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that if you don't have that rest and recovery period in there, it is going to affect your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, regardless. And it's going to affect your energy because energy is everything. So I just kind of like wanted to, you've got to really carefully choose where to focus your energies into. Does that make sense? Now, if you if you rest and recover, then you're going to be able to build your self-awareness. You're going to be able to be a better person. You're going to be a lot more fulfilled in what you do. Does that make sense? I hope that I'm kind of making a lot more sense and giving you some insights or whatever it might be. But for you that's listening to on the podcast, if you have any, uh, if you have any uh, questions for me, or if you're going through, um, if you're going through an episode in your life, not that I'm a, so if you're going through, not that I'm a counselor or anything, but if you are going through episodes or you're going through adversity or you're going through some real challenges right now and you might need some advice, feel free to reach out. I may have some suggestions for you, get share some insights or whatever it might be. And if you're listening to me live on LinkedIn or YouTube or whatever, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to post them. I'll answer them in any way, shape or form. Listen, I just want to say thank you so much for listening on the podcast today. I really, 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 a really great. So I really greatly appreciate you listening in and hopefully we'll see you again. And hopefully you're listening in on the next, the next Game Changers experience. Take care and we'll see you soon. Cheers.